Welcome to the podcast of St. Basil the Great Catholic Church in Brecksville, Ohio, with homilies, talks, and interviews relevant to your Catholic faith. God bless you, and enjoy. So, as many of you already know, my, one of my heroes and my favorite saint is Pope St. John Paul II, and he wrote so much and said so many things, but there was one quote that he said more than anything else, and it was that Jesus by revealing God as a loving father, fully reveals man to man himself and makes his supreme calling clear. Meaning, Jesus shows you and I who we really are, the truth of our identity, and what we're called to be. It's in him that we recognize the deepest truth of who we are. So we see this throughout the scriptures. We have all sorts of different names that are told of us. The first one is that each person here is an image of God. Now, we say that so many times it can just sound like background noise. But to imagine for a second who you are is revealing something about God that no one else can reveal. You are a person, and your life story, your identity, who you are is meant to make manifest some dimension of the creator of the stars, the cause of the Big Bang, Adonai, Lord God. You and him are bound up that closely. One of the other titles we get in Scripture is, we are children of the light. So important because we we are born as children of the light in slavery in children of darkness. And it's Jesus, St. Paul says, who transfers us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light by his death and resurrection and the gift of the Holy Spirit poured out through the church. We are transferred, it says it in every baptism, right? From the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. You are not what your sins tell you you are. You and I are not who the accuser, the devil whispers we are. You and I are not the brokenness of our family story. You are who God says you are. And he came to claim you and set you free from Jesus' death and resurrection so that you could be a part of the kingdom of light. But today in the ascension, you and I see a new title. You and I see in Jesus taking our humanity into the Holy Trinity that we are what St. Peter, the first pope, wrote. We are partakers of divine nature. No one in the world, no other world religion claims that boldness, that audacity. In fact, last night I was out with a priest friend of mine, he's very much smarter than I am, and our waitress was Muslim, so she's in Ramadan, and I said, what's it like to fast all day and work in a restaurant? She's like, it's really hard. And and I I said something, I said, well, Allah must be very proud of you because you're very, very kind. He's happy to call you his daughter. And she walked away, and my priest friend's like, "Uh, they don't believe that. I said, (laughs) didn't mean anything offensive. I thought it was really kind. I'm so sorry. (laughs) She didn't seem to mind. She enjoyed us. She came back. So, but it's because I presumed everyone would know they were partakers of God. The ascension brings our humanity into the inner life of the Trinity. Next week, Pentecost 
is the Holy Spirit being poured upon humanity. So not only are we in God, He's also living in us and through the church. And so today, what I want to press into is that all the purity, all the beauty, all the power and glory and truth and love of the Holy Trinity, you and I are partaking in already through the sacraments and through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in our hearts. That's who you are. You have that much dignity, that much nobility. And while our sins are oftentimes a manifestation of forgetting this, it nonetheless remains true that Jesus is constantly trying to convey to you that the Father's plan is to adopt you into His divine family and have you join in that circle of immense power, truth, purity, goodness, etc. So what I want to do to help drive this home is I'd like to tell another story, a fable. Now, preaching in the 70s through the early 2000s, a lot of priests like to use secular fables to convey things, and it got a little crazy, to be honest, because we started as a church sometimes not reading the scriptures and just listening to quaint stories. Probably dangerous, all right? But all of you are still faithful. You're here. Jesus still wins. So I'm telling this story not in place of God's scriptures, right, but to help illuminate what Jesus is revealing. And it's called the story of the eagle and the turkeys. There's two baby eagles in the nest waiting for its mom to come back and feed them. And as they were leaning over the nest, high up in the trees, they fell. These noble birds fell and landed in a little gathering of turkeys. And the turkeys raised these two eagles. And one of the eagles was able to be perfectly in step, learned how to gobble, learned how to fly only three feet off the ground, fit in really well. The other eagle was constantly flying too high and they were pulling him down. He couldn't gobble like the other ones. And as he began to not fit in and not live up to who they were, he was starting to have a lot of insecurity, shame, self-hatred, and frustration. I'm just not good at being a turkey. I don't know what's going on. I keep trying so hard. And the head turkey took him off to the side and said, you're really struggling. He goes, I know. I'm so sorry. I'm really bad. I don't know. He said, well, the truth is you're not a turkey. He's like, I knew it. I knew it. I was meant for something so much more. He goes, you're a buzzard. And you know how, don't laugh. It's the worst thing to ever tell anyone. You're a buzzard and they're evil. That's why you're not good. So we took you in to help you. Try a little harder to fit in. That lie was so painful. So we tried all the more and he still couldn't fit in. And he was struggling. One day he's out in a field and he looks up and he sees an eagle soaring. And something in, in, in him woke up and he took off with the power of flight. And he began to circle around with the other eagles, realizing, I'm not a turkey, I'm not a buzzard, I'm an eagle. And he soared and he went back to get his other family member and said, come on, like we're eagles. And the other family says, no, 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 I'm a really good turkey. I'm not going anywhere. He left and flew with the other eagles. I don't know who, what event, or what mistake you did in your life 
that made you start believing you're a turkey. But there's something. There's something in your life that lied to you about your nobility, your dignity, God's inherent greatness to who you are. And you have been trying to fit in for so long. And you might have even reached out to someone and they told you, you're a buzzard. Get in line. Get in step. I know a big part of it for me was uh, all of my friends growing up were actually some of the strongest and fastest guys on baseball team, soccer team, basketball team. And I was never the worst. I was usually, if it was basketball, I was like maybe starting five or the sixth man off the bench. But I certainly was not the strongest, the fastest, and the best, and my friends were. Now, no one said anything to me. I wasn't the worst on the team. But I remember seeing my friends being so much stronger and faster and more aggressive and absorbing the idea that something must be wrong. I'm not the strong one. I'm not the fast one. And so I just, I mean, I wouldn't have used the language. I'm a turkey. So who in your life tells you you're a turkey? And then who in your life tells you you're an eagle? Reminds you who you are. Jesus is the definitive one, but he has spoken through people, through events. Maybe it's your favorite scripture passage. I remember for me, coming out of college, uh, the early years of college, when I was a jazz musician and striving so hard, five hours a day practicing trumpet, and seeing a gathering of young adults and uh, youth ministers and life teen, they were so happy and joyful and childlike, even as adults. And it awakened in me, I want that kind of freedom as an adult. It spoke to me. Or I remember first time meeting someone who is like legitimately holy. And the way they looked at me and treated me and spoke, I was scared and excited all at once. Both of those encounters were with Jesus. He's the one who awakens God's plan for you. He's the one who shows you what it means to be a man or woman. And today on the Ascension Sunday, he's the one who shows us what it means for us to be fully alive, to become who we are, isn't an isn't a eagle. Eagles are not that impressive compared to participating in the inner life of God. And because we forget that often, we participate in that life at Mass. Now you may have a good homily or bad homily. You may have someone who mumbles or someone who proclaims the readings. You may have amazing singers or mediocre singers. But the truth is, at every Mass, you and I are participating in Jesus' prayer to the Father. We are flooded with the Holy Spirit. And when we sing holy, 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 we are actually joining with the angels and saints. Whether you have a doctorate or you barely graduated high school, whether you have a criminal background or you are upright and virtuous, whether you're a millionaire or you don't know if you're going to pay your bills this week, we remind everyone that none of that defines you. God defines you and welcomes you to partake of his children, of his table where he nourishes you as his sons and daughters so that we get to live with the hope that I am called not just to be participants in creation, but in the creator himself. This is the good news. This is what we have to proclaim to the whole world, that Christ fully reveals to us who we are. And the verdict is this. You are very good beyond your wildest imaginings.
And our sins are simply where we forfeit our dignity for something less. And so we continue to invite us to repent, to grow. And as St. Augustine said, become who you are. We hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish. You can find other homilies, talks, and interviews at our website, basilthegreat.org, or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Just search for St. Basil Catholic Church, Brexville. St. Basil the Great, pray for us.